Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the This Week in... No, what's today? <laughs> Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 8th. 2020 strong and unconfiscatable bitcoin is the next bitcoin do not accept the new normal fitting in is overrated personal responsibility is a new counterculture people stop blaming <clears throat> deferral of gratification conviction golden age we're in a golden age people don't be obsessed with politics we'll talk about it today be relentless strive for greatness and avoid mediocrity okay so hello my elite friends do you have uh, questions do you have questions? I have answers. You can type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat or you can do a super chat to catch my attention. I love to answer questions, especially on the Beyond Bitcoin show. Check out yesterday's show, which is kind of a hybrid. I'll explain that more on Monday. I think what my Saturday shows are, are going to become. Um, five digit round people. Yeah, we're still there. And yeah, play this at 2x if you're watching this tape. It, it helps. All right, so we're going to start out with a tweet by Amanda Presto. Now, I'm not into blaming anyone. I'm just analyzing the situation here, okay? But she makes a good point here that there are a lot of people on the right, a lot of Republicans panicked over the virus, okay? And they led the nation down a road where mail-in ballots were very common, where fear was very common. All right. So it's just as, let me let me read you what she had to say. I just have to mention it. If you were on the right pushing panic porn about the virus, you helped Democrats get this mail-in ballot ballot disaster. And I think you know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think some of them know that, but some of them probably don't know that. So any bit of virus fear out there, it helped Biden, okay? And it increased the likelihood of uh, more corruption than usual when it, it came to mail-ins, okay? So it's very important to remember if there was not a virus, I, I think we, there would have been a different outcome here. But if you're on the right and you were promoting, you know, fear, <laughs> you're, you're promoting like the biggest – um, factor in the, the loss of, of your candidate, okay? Um, that the left used the virus to make people hate Trump even more than they did beforehand. They spread the hate. And this election really, it boiled down to many people be enthusiastically voting because they hated Trump, <laughs> which is sickening. But so I, I'm not I'm not blaming anyone. In, in, in the end of the day, I mean, who's in charge of the campaign? The, the president's in charge of the campaign. So it's personal responsibility is a new counterculture. He set he set the tone, and that, that's what's going on. Um, there's corruption in uh, every election, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But I, of course, if there more the more balanced ballots there are, the more chances of, of weird things happening. And okay, and even even Ben Shapiro, by the way. At the start of the virus, he was, and at other times, he was spreading the fear a little bit also. Now, 
I, I'm not. I'm definitely not blaming uh, Ben Shapiro. And I want to. That being said, Ben Shapiro's coverage of the election has been great. Of the post-election has been great. And you check out his Friday video, but check out his Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday video. He talks about how the. You know, it's not just about the presidential election. It's about the Senate, about the House of Representatives, and that the Democrats are not happy about the outcome. Okay, the Republicans did quite well, and the I, I think the uh, there is no mandate for the insanity that some people on the left were pushing, and that they're using the word mandate. But Biden has no mandate. Okay, the. Many Republican uh, Senate and House races, uh, well, Republicans won Senate and House races. They weren't supposed to win. And if everything goes according to plan in Georgia, th then this, the Republicans will hold the Senate. We don't live in a dictatorship. P too many people put the president on a pedestal. There's checks and balances out there. The uh, A lot of Democrats are, are saying that they, they went too extreme, that the the, the talking points were too extreme. People were turned off. And on local look, governors, local offices, Congress, Senate, uh, the Democrats did not do very well. Now, uh, but still, people hated Trump so much that they voted against Trump. But then they stuck with more. Uh, they, didn't go, they didn't go radical uh, in, in many other places. So Ben Shapiro talks about the, the infighting and the disappointment on the Democrat side. And he does. He's he's very good. He's very good. Now, I want to. I want you all to pound that like button. And to if you're watching this live, there you go. You can check out Saturday's show, which is linked to below. Um, and we already have questions there. I see people are talking. Who did I vote for? Says Lele. Well, you didn't. I said it all past year. I voted for Trump. Now, um, someone says I've been selling my precious metals of big for Bitcoin only. Bitcoin. Yeah, that's great. I mean, if you're selling your precious metals for Bitcoin, that is freaking awesome. Now, let me let me go back to praising Ben Shapiro, uh, because there are a lot of people on the right that are complaining. Oh, everything is unfair. Everybody hates us. The media hated. And yes, yeah, the media was. Yes, they were. They were straight up uh, an arm of, of the Biden campaign, the traditional media. OK. And then, yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this for a while now. So you can complain about that uh, and, and just. You know, be helpless and, and be the victim here, or you could be like Ben Shapiro, who's now he's going to be a media mogul. Okay, this dude, he and he's had this in the plans for a while. He has hired Candace Owens. He is starting. He's expanding his media organization. First, of, I, I give him credit. He moved out of California. He's based his business in Tennessee, but he's living in Florida, which is like. In terms of taxes and freedom, right now Florida, on, on many and, and warmth, is like the freest state. I mean, you can argue South Dakota is, is freer on, on other levels, and, and it is, but it's very cold and uncomfortable to live there. Florida, uh, and it's snowing here in Salt Lake City today, by the way. Uh, but but Ben is, I mean, this guy thinks outside of the box. So it, he's saving so much money by moving from California that, yeah, he and he's learned so much from this telecommuting stuff. And th this is – I mean people can cry and scream about, oh, about, about the virus and everything. It's changed the world. Well, 
first of all, there, there should be no norm, new normal for you, a bad new normal, but he's created a great new normal for him. For him. He's still going to be able to control this big company, growing company with major media influence. He's not even going to be living in the city where it's based. That is the beauty of the golden age we're living in, by the way. Pound that like button. And that's something that I – you don't need to live in the city that you work. You don't need to live anywhere. That's what I live that lifestyle too, but he's – he still has a, a business that he owns, which is an attack vector. But anyway, um, what I want to get back with here with Ben is that, uh, that he's, he's hired Candace Owens. They're going to make uh, movies. There's going to be early shows. There's going to be late shows. It, it, it's, it's, it, it's bringing his conservative values that I mean, and not everyone has to agree with it all, all the time. I don't agree with everything that he says or does, uh, but he, he's trying to have you know Hollywood type of influence, make movies, just get into the culture, get influence in the culture. Now, of course, personal responsibility is a new counterculture, and he's, he's definitely part of that, but he wants to make the mainstream culture personal responsibility, all right? So there's going to be a lot of envy out there of him. It drives so much in the world. There's going to be so much more hate toward Ben Shapiro. I, I see it all, all the time, and, and they really can't point to anything. About it. Well, they say he's not loyal to the United States of America. I mean, what a typical, a, a typical attack of someone of his uh, his faith. But uh, no, ben, ben, and you don't have to be loyal to the United States of America. That's uh, what is this fascism here? You have to worship. You have to worship the state uh, now. But uh, I, he's a smart guy. He's trying to make a difference in this freaking world. In terms of, he doesn't like things going down this radical leftist garbage uh, disposal okay he, he doesn't like that at all so he's putting his money where his mouth is he's expanding it but i think people will still be envious of him he is in motion you be envious he'll be in motion and who, who makes the difference in the world the envious or, or they destroy the envy destroy they loot he produces so great for him i, I really think uh, i wish him well on his conservative media empire or whatever he wants to call it or whatever you want to media mogul ben shapiro keep on hating on him Compete, don't complain. Compete, don't complain. He is competing. Now, uh, and what else do we have to do? Yeah. All right. So, maybe, and I don't know what how big of a difference it's going to make. Who knows? But he, he's trying. He's trying. Now, yeah. So Trump lost. All right. Now, I, I don't want to say Biden won. I think I said that on yesterday's show. It was more, you know, Biden didn't do anything. <laughs> Biden didn't do anything. Trump did things that hurt himself. Okay, um, he should have been quiet. He, he should have been. He should have been calling attention to himself constantly. That's what I mean by that. Okay, on social media, he he, he should have put attention on the Biden. Ben Shapiro, by the way, was advising this th throughout the entire uh, uh, lead up to the election. Now, th there were times that, that Trump kept his mouth shut, and every time he kept his mouth shut, some things seemed to be doing better. But every time he loves attention, there's no doubt about it that Donald Trump loves attention. He's a great marketer, all right? But he, he kept on bringing the attention to him. He kept on being the center of attention. It should have been Joe Biden the, cent the center of attention, okay? Because if, if they would have made Biden the center of attention, you would have seen that this is, this is insane. How can we vote for a senile person with a, with a, a son like that? And they, they, they could have focused on that situation more, okay? Now, people, women especially, hate him, hate him. Okay, so it, it's it's not a shock that so many people turned out, turned out, quote unquote, because people physically turned out. But I mean, it was record mail-in votes too because they're scared and there's hate. There was so much emotion 
driving this, okay? And he added to the emotion by, by just constantly putting himself out there. Uh, had he just let, let Biden stumble around, make it obvious, I mean, it was obvious, but he, he kept on taking away attention from the situation. Um, but yeah, so the, it, for so many people, it was a passive aggressive revenge on the guy they blame everything for, okay, and that they hate. Now, is that a logical reason to, 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 to vote for Biden because you passively aggressively need to get back at Trump because you blame him for all your problems? No, it's insane. It's insane that all these people blame Trump for all their problems. They're losers to, to, to do that. He's, he doesn't call you, you control your own life, okay? But they, they think there's a massive disease out there that he caused and that it's going to kill them soon. So to vote against him will, will save the world, okay? Uh, it, it's insane how far it's gone. But by constantly being the, putting yourself out there, making yourself the center of attention, um, it, it, it fueled it. It, it, it fueled it, and it, it got the anti-Trump people definitely out there. They were voting um, in high numbers. There's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and you know, the, the vote numbers all around were very high because the mail-in, this was a whole new situation, and it didn't have to be this situation, okay? Um, now, yeah, they were changing demographics in Arizona. That, that wasn't good either. All the Californians moving there, uh, and you know, to, 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 to play a role, which we alluded to before, to play a role in scaring people away from the polls, it was not a good thing to do. So, um, and, and I think there were Trumps. Uh, I mean, there were times that Trump was encouraging people to go to the polls, but there were other times he was, he was scaring people away from the polls too. Uh, you know, to, to do the mail-ins, and I mean, he was right to call in that there. He was right to call out that there could be corruption in, in the mail-in voting. And, uh, I mean, the, the virus is the biggest game changer in all that this. And the media jumped on it beforehand. They knew it would be the biggest game changer. The Democrats jumped on it to, 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 to draw hate onto Trump. And he couldn't, he couldn't deflect it because he kept on becoming the center of attention. So we live in a, a system of the rule of law, okay? We can't change the rules of the game in the middle, okay? The absentee ballots are legal, all right? They're legal for this election. It was set up before the election, you know, that, that you could, because of this scary virus, that you, it encouraged people to do this, to do the, the mail-ins. It, it, it got mail-ins to people very easily. There has never been an absent, get out the absentee vote a campaign like we saw before. And so now, um, if you don't like those rules of the game, you can make sure next time it doesn't happen. But now to complain about it, it it's you can't change the rules. Those were the rules that, that there was going to be massive mail-in ballots. It, it's been set up for months and months and, and months now. And so the, 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 the I mean, each side had their chance to take advantage of the situation. One side took advantage of the situation much better. And yes, so on the night of the election, people think, think here, okay? All the returns were coming in. And in some states, it was it looked very close. Donald Trump was ahead in, 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 the, in, in Wisconsin and in Michigan, okay? But if you looked, it said 70% of the votes were in. And I've told you before, I've dealt with inner city elections before, with Baltimore City. And I'm going to, when I talk about the girl that's in the picture with me, I'm going to tell you about an inner city, a real inner city uh, issue with, with elections, okay? Now, but, so the inner cities, they, they, they're slower to count. 
They're very inefficient. And in some of those states, the last ballots to come in were from the inner cities and were the absentee ballots. Now, who? Now, now where do those trend? Where do those trend? The absentee ballots that are going to be counted last and the inner city ballots that were Milwaukee hadn't been counted yet. Detroit hadn't been counted yet. OK, these are places traditionally that overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly go for the left, that for Biden, for the Democrat. OK, they don't care who who's it could have been a dead person. It was a dead person. They don't, they don't care. It, it, that, that's the way, unfortunately, it works in, in these inner cities and stuff. So that's what came in last. OK. And so everyone goes, crazy. oh, but he was ahead. No, he never was ahead because the votes were all in already. They were, the people had voted, the voting had ended, but you just didn't know what was going on in Detroit, what was going on in Milwaukee, what was going on with the absentee ballots that were going to favor. So, I mean, that's why I went, when I went to sleep, I knew that Biden was going to win because I, I, I start to see, okay, now the absentees are coming in. Now the inner cities are coming in. It's going to go the other way. It's going to be overwhelming toward Biden. And that's what happened. OK, so sure. I'm sure there were some individuals that sent in uh, dead people's. That, that happens every time. Every time dead people's uh, votes go in for the left. OK, every time you're going to be able to find corruption, a, a lot of corruption. Okay, But there was not a massive um People will go to jail for a tremendous long periods of time if there was a conspiracy that involved uh, voting machines. And uh, uh, all right, you, you need ex extraordinary vote machine conspiracy stuff. You need extraordinary proof. OK, I said this on yesterday's show. All right. Because um, if, if there was a conspiracy here to, to make a, a major vote, voting machine uh, lies and whatnot, what first of all, they couldn't pull it off. All these people will tell on each other. They, they, just, they just couldn't pull it off. They would snitch on each other in, in, in a second. But you need you need real proof of this. Not, not just you know little things here and there or whatever, because there are going to be little things here and there. All, people always find a way to cheat somehow, right? But to, 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 so that it would switch certain states so that Trump would win, it's just – it's not happening, okay? It's not that close, all right? And Arizona, again, changing demographics happened in Arizona. It's a disgrace the Republicans lost Arizona. It, it is. They, the things could have been done differently there, but people from California couldn't stand living in California. They bring they bring their uh, politics with them to Arizona. Okay, the, the things life changed. You have to find a way to, to, to figure it out there. And uh, okay, so I, I, I I'm going to check if there are any more questions there in a second. But CNN, first of all, the one another reason they didn't call the election until yesterday. Why not drag it out? Why not CNN? Why not drag it out? They know who won. Well, if you drag it out from Wednesday, you get all these people slobbering over your TV station on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Who won? Who won? Who won? I mean, they love it. So I mean, finally they had to call it. Some some people had to call it yesterday. I mean, use your own head to make. I made up my mind on Tuesday night. I don't need CNN and all these people to tell me all these. Uh, Com compliant bootlickers out there needed a TV station to tell them who won. Okay. No, I don't need a dog. I, I can figure it out myself. I, I see what the logic is in, in, in what, in what went down. Okay. I mean, we've been seeing the lead up to this for, and yeah, yeah, the polls were wrong. The polls were wrong. It, they, they, they had extreme, uh, in some states, they said that Trump was going to get destroyed, but he didn't get destroyed, but he did still lose. I mean, in the end of the day, the polls were saying, who would be the next president? Biden. Okay. So they got that point. They got that part, right? They clearly, they, they got the, they, they got the uh, the Congress and, and the, the Senate wrong, though, and that that is very important. And you shouldn't make it, it, <laughs> if you law if you want to live in a country 
where you have a chance of freedom, where you have a chance for, for things not radically changing, for them not adding two, two new states to, just to, to, to change the whole system, then you should be happy with the outcome, okay? All right? Because the Senate is a check on the power of, of the executive branch, okay? And so, uh, and, and it's clear that the mandate, if you want to say there's a mandate, Americans are saying we don't want insanity. Now, there's a very vocal, you know, I don't know, 10% of the nation who does want I- extreme insanity. Uh, and, and AOC and, and Bernie Sanders represent them very well. And hey, they, they can do what they want to do, but they, it, it's it's not going to go in that direction. And this could lead to, we'll talk in a second about, it, there could be splits in the Republican Party. It could be splits in the Democratic Party in 2024. I say don't worry about it. I mean, um, if you got Bitcoin, you're in great shape here. But CNN has this headline. Uh, what's it say here? Millions of white, of white voters are once again showing who they are. This is insane because they're, 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 they're guilting white voters that voted for Trump, saying that they're racist. That, that's what this article is about. That still white voters are they, – they, you know, they, the, the dog whistles uh, appeal to them and they still are voting. It is disgusting. Every – I mean, CNN – and that's why it's great that Ben Shapiro is competing against this nonsense, okay? So you can complain about CNN's insanity. Or, or you can say, you know, it's nonsense. And hey, look, uh, Ben Shapiro is doing something better. And yeah, and it, it, it's, it should be pointed out, though, that how how th- this is what's normal now. It's totally acceptable just to say white people are totally racist, horrible people, and they should feel guilty about themselves. Just putting it out there. And it's no, I, I don't agree with that, obviously. So I'm glad the election is over. I don't think the mainstream media will start covering the 2024 election as early they, as they cover the 2020 election because they wanted Trump out there immediately. Obviously, they're not going to want to Biden out there immediately. So we won't get the it, it won't start up right away. So we're going to get a little break from this uh, election, uh, federal election, uh, national election type of stuff. Executive branch. Now, and if you don't watch TV, you can you can ignore this pretty easily. I, I don't watch TV. I, I, I've been preaching since before 2016. Don't get obsessed with these elections just by Bitcoin. And you can watch the many videos in my archives, disruptmeister.com, from 2016 when Bitcoin was like $600, $700. And yes, I actually bought it and didn't pay attention to the elections. And it's, uh, yeah, paid off pretty darn well, hasn't it now? But I get to cover the elections on the Beyond Bitcoin show because I mean, God, you, you can't. You, it is true. If you walk, even if you walk around outside, well, you should walk around outside. Now, many people are scared to walk outside these days. You can't escape election nonsense. The, the signs are everywhere, so I covered every once in a while. Now, uh, what I, I mentioned, I'm going to talk about the girl in the picture in a second. I, I mentioned the, the four-party system. Okay, so imagine in 20. Here's a scenario for you political freaks out there. Uh, Trump is a pretty old dude, but there are a lot of people that like him, that really love him a lot. And if in 2024 he wants to run as a as a third party guy or gets his son to run as a third party candidate, I would not be surprised if leftists start funding that that party, okay? Because it would destroy the republic. I mean. It, it, it would destroy the Republican Party. I mean, the, the, the Republicans would not be able to win a national election if there was a, a, a Trump running against them as an independent in 2024. I, I believe that it would just take away to the Democrat would, would, would dominate. I mean, and 
But at the same time, there could be conservative voices out there that fund a, a Bernie Sanders type of candidate as an independent candidate. AOC, and I, I don't know if she's old enough yet. I don't know when she turns 35. Um, I think she's born in 1989, so I think she'll be 35 by then. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not a big – I don't follow – I don't pay attention to that woman. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we, we can see. Now, at the same time, I don't know I – I, I think it's less likely for there, there to be a new like extreme leftist party because, well, a lot can change in two years. <laughs> and so a lot – a, a bigger amount can change in four years. But right now, the, the – what the elections have shown, and I just mentioned this above, that the extreme Portland Antifa leftist stuff is not playing well across the nation. Even in Portland, the Antifa mayoral candidate lost to this CUCK uh, guy that's the mayor there now. Okay, so let's talk about the photo in the uh, – well, I'll get to – I know there's some more questions there. Gabriel Shears says, it's not over till the fat lady screams. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the opposite of a fat lady, and that is the very thin, beautiful Romanian lady in the photograph with me that was taken some time ago. Now, that was that was not my girlfriend, and we never that woman and I never had a uh, intimate relationship. We were friends. We were friends. She was a good person to know back in the day. She is from Romania originally, and she introduced me to other Romanians, and one of whom I tried to, you know. I tried my best with one of her friends who's also thin and beautiful like her. Now she is a very beautiful woman, very, very in person. This woman is in the picture with me. I, in terms of all the women that I've shown, I've, I've shown you a different woman, like for eight different weeks now. And I think in, in terms of traditional looks, she is the, in, in facial at least, she's the prettiest. And there's a little, um, there's some unusual aspects to her face, I guess. And she's not a, a large chested woman. And I don't care. I don't like large. I mean, I, I'll, I've seen it all from the smallest to the largest. It doesn't, it doesn't, that's not my thing. I don't care about the chest thing. Some guys are obsessed. So she, she was small chested, I guess, but it, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. I mean, she's very beautiful. And she says, she's a nice woman from her and she had all these Romanian Baltimore friends and whatnot. And so why pick her picture this week? Why pick her picture? Well, some of you remember, I told you a story. Uh, and, and so I'll repeat the story. Uh, I had a Romanian friend who was her, and she had to get a driver's license in Maryland. She was not a citizen of Maryland. She's not a citizen of the United States. She was still a, a citizen of, of Romania. And she had to, she had a job in, in, in you know they they all worked retail all these foreigners that I knew the Brazilians the Romanians they all worked retail or or were, the Brazilians some of them were around illegally so they just babysit for, babysat for people and stuff but anyway the, the Romanians oh no 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 I want to correct one thing about this just in case this is ever steam one day uh, not all the Romanians work retail there there, there was the one who was a no the the one who didn't work retail had become a citizen she she was. Okay, anyway, but, but the point is, this girl was not a citizen. This girl was not a citizen of the United States. She had to get a driver's license, and um, she she knew I knew about politics or whatever. And she came up to me at a, at, at a bar. I, I remember it was at Brewer's Art. She comes up to me, and she says, don't, don't tell anyone this, Adam. And she shows me um, that she had a, voters, a, a voter registration card. Because she that they screwed things up in the state of Maryland so much that because she had a driver's license, she was automatically sent 
a voter's registration card. She was not a citizen of the United States of America. It said independent as her as her party. It didn't register as a Democrat or Republican. It said independent or whatever the, the equivalent is in Maryland. I don't even know because I'm a registered Democrat in Maryland. Mine, mine always says Democrat on it. But uh, so, yeah. That's so for all you people that say that, you know, that this, this corruption is new. No, this is from a few years. This is it's not new. These these bureaucrats that you think can do these massive conspiracies. They're, they're post office workers. OK, that sit on their tuchlises all day and are fat and huge. And they make mistakes like this, even though it's totally all ma- automated, making giving Romanians voter registration cards in, in, in Maryland. And they didn't do it because she was hot. It was just a, it was just a total mistake. You know, whatever. Um, so she never voted. She she did not cre- she did not uh, commit any fraud at all. I, I, I want to stress that she was this, this kid got sent to her in the mail. This got sent to as a and again she was in Baltimore City. Now it was probably Maryland's fault more so than Baltimore City's fault. Um, but this, so th- these type of things happen in inner cities. And uh, someone says Bitcoin might value your wealth in women. I, I did value my wealth in women before. Yes, I did. I did in the past. I've, I've talked about that extensively. I, I knew many, many beautiful women. I spent so a lot of time trying to get with women <laughs> and partying, and it was really fun sometimes. But it, it, it's a it's a big waste of time eventually. Eventually. Um, so I mean, you could try that for a while, well, sure. And when you're when you're younger and your hormones are really going wild and. It, it, it could be fun. And I, I don't know if it's the same anymore. I don't know what the scene is. It looks pretty horrible right now because uh, all these, uh, some hot women are virtue signaling and locking themselves in their houses because they're scared of a disease. It's just, it's insane. So uh, do you think voting someday can be done online using blockchain technology? Robert, unfortunately, you clearly hasn't paying attention to my show lately. The Using blockchain technology is a complete gimmick and ridiculous. And people who mention it usually have no idea what they're talking about. Um, can can voting be done? In, in, no, I, I no. I, there's going to be corruption every way. This to keep it as simple and in person as possible. One day you come in there, you dip your 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 finger in in ink, and that's it. That's it. That's the end. And it, keep it as basic as, as possible. Um, you know, someone says Trump is winning, bro. You're not following the news. No, I'm not following the conspiracy nonsense that people are screaming. Uh, <laughs> all right. The, the, he, he has lawyers. OK, they're trying to pr- do legal mumbo jumbo. Sure, there should be recounts. OK, there should be recounts. He is not winning. The numbers that are out there, he has lost. Those are the numbers that are out there. There are people complaining, saying that the numbers are fake, that, uh, you know, that people in Detroit and Milwaukee really love Donald Trump. OK, I mean, did you know how insane that is? That, oh, you know, really, they, they, all those people in Detroit and Milwaukee, they really, and Philadelphia, they, they love Donald Trump. They really were voting for Donald Trump. Think logically about this. Think logically. And who could pull the people who, who send out voter registration cards to random Romanians in Maryland? They could pull up a grand conspiracy without a tattletaling on each other, okay? Because these people, they are the first. If you offer them just a little bit of money, they will snitch on each other in a second in the, these leftist cities. Okay, so you you can dream of some grand conspiracy. There was some master plan. He lost. It was he should have kept his mouth shut beforehand and not called the attention to himself. He would and spoken up against this nonsense virus instead of going back and forth, back and forth. If he would have said, put his foot down at the beginning and caught and first of all, called up the state of emergency and said, people. 
Don't be scared. It is nonsense. This vote, you don't, you can vote in person. Just stop being, he would have won, okay? But he stands for nothing. He stands for nothing. He goes for where the wind blows, and this is what you get. And he loves the attention, okay? He calls it, but at the end of the day, who cares who's a darn president, okay? Because there's still checks and balances. It's not a dictator. It's not, and so many people are confused and, and are just worried, like, oh, we can sue, or we can change the electoral college, and my the Pennsylvania delegation doesn't, they can change it. And the Arizona delegation, and then, you know, all this, we live in the rule of law. So all of a sudden, all you conservative people who, who supposedly believe in the rule of law, you want to change the whole, all the laws. You want to change things so that the the, 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 the electoral college, uh, they, they can change their mind. The electors can change their mind. Unprecedented stuff. Even though people told them to vote for a certain person, they're going to change their mind. They're going to legally uh, or, or the, the, the state houses aren't going to send the right, are going to send two different slates of candidates and all this stuff. This is That's going down the spiral toward complete chaos, which supposedly the conservatives don't want. Now, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not blaming anyone here. There are a lot of people that are angry. There are a lot of people that put these people on pedestals. They don't understand this, the basic system that this has been a horrible election for Democrats. Okay, It's been much worse for the left than it is for the right. Yet you have all these people on the right that want to cheat and want to cry and want to scream and just don't get it through their heads. All right? So, no, he's not ahead. He's, he's, he has lost. And they can recount. And maybe maybe he'll get closer. I don't know. I don't know. But we're talking numerous states here. He needs to numerous states, and it the, the the odds of it being all of a sudden becoming super close in all these states, and that all these people in the inner cities really voted for him. I mean, it's it's nonsense. It's nonsense. All right, now let's uh let's get back to the uh, the 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 show here. All right, so we talked. I, I think I explained the hot woman. Enough and why she was uh, put up there today. And yeah, and I said, no, there is no mandate from the American people that, you know, Pete Buttigieg is saying that they have a mandate, okay, to go with leftist policies. That, that is clearly not the mandate right there, okay? People hated the president, so they voted against him, and then they voted for things that weren't very extreme at all. And it is. It's sad that so much, uh, you know, it, a lot of American life, if you're not in the Bitcoin overlay, uh, is intertwined with politics, all right? And that people, uh, the way people make their political decisions is based on the, the, the hate of a guy because they blame uh, it, it, It's And so I think the Democrats have, have Push the envelope as far as they can in terms of their blame Trump for everything. You can only what it what it allowed them to do was get rid of him. Okay, big deal, and they got rid of him. That's but it was not able to allow them to add a new state, add, pack the Supreme Court, uh, do some of all of the other things. Now a lot of money is going to be printed. The the Republican the Senate will be guilted into doing all sorts of leftist, uh, collectivist type of nonsense. But it, it, it will be nowhere near the nightmare uh, that it could have been. And here, here's another thing that isn't going to be good for you people. What, one of the beautiful things about living in the United States of America is 50 different states. It's 50 different experiments. A lot of them try to follow the other one. A lot of them try to worship the federal government. Some don't. But with 
uh, Biden is president. He cannot force us all to wear masks. He can't, he can't do a national mask mandate, okay? He can't do a national lockdown. But he can say, I support that type of thing. And the blue state governors will go with it. They will follow him. So if you're in a blue state right now, it might get a little worse in terms of this virus nonsense, all right? But he's going to preach the virus nonsense. Now, it is funny that the media isn't covering the virus nonsense anymore. I encourage all of the uh, people out there who are happy about Biden uh, being the president to go into the streets and party like they were the other day and drink and share drinks and and, and not wear masks. And it, so the whole world can see how ridiculous this is, how it is fake that, you know, <laughs> that you're not going to die. You know, the, the virus is real. But the social distancing is nonsense. The, the masking is nonsense. People can touch, hug each other, kiss each other, drink. They're not all going to die when, you know, they're 27 years old. They're, they're, they're all, none will die, really. And uh, if they're healthy, if they're not morbidly obese. And, of course, if you're jumping around the middle of the street, you're not morbidly obese. Uh, and uh, for the people who comment on this in the Bitcoin land – in the Bitcoin ecosystem, they love to comment on the elections that aren't from the United States of America, like Peter, Peter in, uh, in with the podcast in uh, in England. I'm just going to say this right now: you want to live in the United States, you are living in the one country on this planet, the one country in this planet where the entire world cares about the results of your election. Okay. All the other countries are CUCKs to the United States of America, okay? They can only sit back and watch as we, we take control, okay? And they they all have – they hate Trump, whatever. They But they, they are all Australian headlines about the election, Israeli headlines. Everywhere, every, every country has headlines about the United States election. And so for everyone who hates America that's an American – Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. They all want to be us. They all want to be us. They know. And for all you to say that China is taking over or Russia is taking over, I mean, obviously not Russia. But there are some people that are moronic enough to think that Russia has power. Um, it's it's the United States. It's every the interest is on our election, okay? Because the United States controls this freaking world. Now, could China? China has done a really good job of scaring everyone to to do lockdowns which makes everyone else weak and makes China strong, okay? And so a lot of you, a lot of people on the left are just are buying this. Now, China didn't produce the virus, China, but China saw that this is a real thing. We've got, they know how to handle it their way. And like, hmm, well, let, let's spread our narrative all over the world. And then people will be praising it. And there are many countries that are praising China for how they handled this virus. So that's sickening. So that's why we have to speak up against this. But still to this very day, it, you know, despite people, all, some of these countries foolishly worshiping what China has done in terms of this virus, they still are uh, looking to the United States on the way we run our, our government and it is clear they care. They, they pedestal who the president is, which is ignorance on their part. It's ignorance on the part of these countries to pedestal uh, the, the Peter. What's Peter, Peter McCormick? It's ignorance for Peter McCormick to care about Donald Trump. And it really is. He shouldn't care. He shouldn't what, what's it, He lives in, he's a citizen of the, the United Kingdom. What's, what's this guy? But, but that's the thing. The United States controls the world. That's, uh, there you go. All right. And... All right, so we talked about uh, the blue states and the countries. Oh, yeah, so a lot of you dudes, because I'm from Baltimore, pointed out Kimberly Clasick. 
the African-American lady uh, from Baltimore County, actually, who was running against Kwasi and Fume for a congressional seat, which most of the people lived in inner city Baltimore in this uh, that we're going to be voting in this. And she made a, a viral video that was a very good viral video that showed Baltimore City falling apart. And actually, Baltimore City actually looks worse in those neighborhoods because I have run in those neighborhoods before, okay? You can see my archives, old videos where I, I you can see me running through inner city Baltimore. Um, and so this, this woman, she made a good video. She became famous because of it. I told all of you she just wanted to become famous, which she did, which was good for her, that she could use the political process to become famous. And I straight up said she will be crushed. She will be crushed because it doesn't, you know, you can have your nice viral video in YouTube land and the whole United States, all these conservatives in the United States thinking you're awesome. You know, what's that matter in the middle of inner city Baltimore where they just, the lady uh, just is going to always vote for Kwasi and Fumi. He's going to vote for the, the, the leftists. And again, there's still people. So just like all the way Baltimore city went for Biden, it's just like how Detroit goes for Biden. There's no difference. There's no difference in, in those trends. So, I mean, no one's questioning, well, why did Baltimore City uh, go so highly for Biden? No one's, no one's questioning that. It's, 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 I don't know why people are questioning Detroit and Milwaukee. But now, so, you know, going back to Kimberly, Kim Classic, whatever you want to call her, um, she was crushed. I said she only won 33%, and I told you she'd be crushed. And this is just one of those things where you have to be able to um, you know, to really know what what a true change of the status quo is, okay? And this was like a distraction that got popular. She, it wasn't a change of the status quo. She's not representing. She was a, a distraction that got popular, and I, I, and I knew it. You, there was a misintegration of facts, okay? There were some facts on the ground. Kim, Kim made a great video. She made an awesome video that talked about real problems in Baltimore City. And so some people interpreted that to mean like, she's gonna win. No, 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 that, that's your mis, misintegration of facts. The other facts are that the people on the ground have been dealing with those situations for years and years and years, and they know who Kwasi and Fume is, they don't know who she is, and they, they blindly vote for Democrats. So it was easy for a person like me who knows the fact to properly integrate the facts on the ground. Instead, the people all over the internet contacting me saying, oh, look, she's got a chance. She's got a chance. Look at all the great points. She's beautiful. She's got a, a viral video. Things are changing in that congressional district, no doubt. All right, so proper integration of the facts. And people have a hard time. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to use your head. It's easy to just default to some conspiracy or to default to your wish. Oh, yes, all the people at Baltimore City are going to wake up and know how bad it's been under Democratic rule for all these years, and they're going to vote for her. Because that's logical. The facts of the ground. Yes, it, it is factually true that the Democratic leadership in Baltimore has been horrible for years and years. But that you just don't, then you just don't jump to the conclusion that, oh, it's all going to change this election. But some people do. But so, yeah, I was correct. She was crushed. Now, and it was very easy to predict. And – there, there are people with completely different views than mine that can properly integrate the facts and, and tell you this and would have said the same exact thing. Uh, and she was able to raise a lot of money still, but I still say good for her. She was used, she used the situation to promote, to help herself become wealthier and she, she's in motion. So pound that like button. 
And uh, so I said the yeah, all right. So we, we've talked about the mainstream media of hysteria, and uh, they can turn it on and off whenever they want to. They, it's really good because people, most people, seem to be addicted to the mainstream media, and uh, they've they've switched their interests now to some other bread and circuses type of stuff. So I, I hope the mainstream media is just uh, just completely becomes a uh, Biden tools, and instead. You know, just just talk about how safe the world is now because Biden is in charge and they forget about the virus and that uh, there's some other media driven narrative and we can just move on. Because in the last few days, there hasn't been much virus talk. I mean, it's as we said on November 4th, the virus would be cured. And yes, I, I cannot predict how Kamala is going to become the president or when. Um, I mean, there's a number of scenarios out there. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? But uh, I think there's a, there's a very good shot. She will be present by the end. But I, I think having Biden, I hope Biden lasts as long as he can because he's wishy-washy and it, it's he's probably other people are making his decisions. There's a lot of confusion there. He really can't do too much. Like if she became president, she's clear-minded. She would she really really might start p- pushing an initiative very efficiently. And using some techniques to get that Republican-controlled uh, uh, Senate to, to, to accept some of her nonsense. So long live Joe Biden. Long, I, I hope he lives long. Um, it's unfortunate what's going on in his head right now. That's, that happens when we get old. But I hope, he, uh, I hope he, he's able to maintain uh, his presidency. Uh, these next four years. I, I, I prefer him. Obviously, I'm saying I prefer him to Kamala. Any day of the week. Now, we, we talked about uh, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in, in uh, South Africa and how it looked like there were before the election, there were leftists in America who were calling for something like this. Like, if you ever supported Trump, you should be put on trial or put on some list. And you would think that after everything was so close that they would move on. But no, you got to give them credit. They have conviction in their leftist ways. Um, they, they want gulags and they want lists. And so there's a guy out there, and it's linked to below. They came up with the TrumpAccountability.net. You better believe it. We just lost. We just launched the Trump Accountability Project to make sure anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine undermine America is held responsible for what they did. Um, so yeah, Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Uh, uh, and Eric, so they won't list. They won't list the bad people, so they can. Uh, blacklist you i guess and that hey if you guys want to do that i don't think it's going to work very well <laughs> um because i want to be on that list if you're going to make a list of people that are going to be blacklisted put me on that list too and eric weinstein says the same thing so cool what are we thinking solid solitary confinement executions i never liked the guy but i have plenty of folks i love who think he is saving america uh so sign me up and let some conservative Joe or Jane off your list of families to ruin. Folded, and it says black lists matter. So I, I agree. Uh, uh, put everybody on that darn list. And if, you, if, if everyone ends up on that darn list, then the list means nothing. But uh, it, it's ridiculous that these people uh, want to get back at regular people who might have sent Trump $100 and put them on some list uh, where they will be uh, hated and picked upon. So. Please put me on your list. Good, good, good luck with making your list. I'm in the Bitcoin overlay, so nothing can affect me anyway. And so 
that that's uh, that's the mentality of some people. Revenge and envy, revenge and envy. It is disgusting. It is scapegoating. And truly, I I am not. Uh, I am against those who, who want to scapegoat and want to blame and, and and come up with ridiculous theories to. Uh, yeah, he, he's the cause of all my problems. Uh, but it, I mean, the, the conservatives are doing it now too. You know, there, there was a conspiracy behind the scenes, and that's that's why my life sucks now. No. And so never fall for the leader who wants to crush the non-existent opposition slash enemy. All right. We are living in this very, very comfortable world right now. So many leaders recently have to have to had to come up with non-existent enemies, opposition, you know, the virus. We must crush this virus. Right? There's got to be some problem out there that we got to fight. All right. That really isn't a problem. And it, it, it's a testament to the, the beautiful world that we live in, this golden age that we live in, that people have to look for enemies. OK. And have to make up enemies. But it can be dangerous also. It, it can really be dangerous. Like it, with some of the people that are like Trump is the worst thing in, in the world. So be on my side. Listen to me. Whatever I do, do whatever I say. Doing anything I say is worth it because Trump is the end of the world and he is the existential threat to everything that you've ever valued in life. Uh, so never fall for that, people. Never fall for that. If you ever see, uh, if you're ever getting behind a leader that is just trying to blame and destroy and is focusing on things that are just not there, really, run away, run away. But that's that's typical in today's world because we live in such a comfortable world where there are not these horrible people, these terrible problems. All right. Okay, so we talked about uh, third parties, fourth parties. I couldn't refine this clip, but there was a conservative protest in Arizona, and there was either a CNN or an MSNBC guy like covering it, and he was so scared. He was so, he's like, "Oh, these conservatives are protesting," and it was totally peaceful. And he's like hiding. He's got his mask on. It was so pathetic looking. It was so C U C K. I cannot believe how how femme it was. Like, and this is acceptable. So dudes, one of the easiest things you can do to be successful in life is just be a man. Be man, be a man, be a brave, put yourself out there. Don't get into this narrative like this uh, reporter. This reporter was really believing all the scary stuff, quote unquote, scary stuff that he's been reporting. All these, uh, you know, that this virus is dangerous, that uh, there are mobs of uh, Trump supporters that beat people. It's just absolute nonsense. Now, all right. So, yeah, I talked about the uh, ele the election coverage being stretched out to the, the limit. Uh, oh, American tourists. A lot of people like to say how American tourists are loud. American tourists are rich. OK. And some of these countries, they're so ridiculous for having these lockdowns, not letting anyone into their country. America, we're touring our own country, okay? So it's not hitting us as hard, the, tour, the lost tourist dollars. But some of these countries must be getting destroyed because Americans spend so much money when they're out on the town in Europe and all these places. So now the Americans, the, the big fat Americans who everybody makes fun of, um, and it's not good to be fat, by the way. It's, 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 it's unhealthy. Um, I mean, some of these little islands must be getting, their economies must be totally ravaged. But here, Americans are stuck in America, so they're spending on ridiculous things and enriching Americans. So uh, you international destinations, you are foolish. You are silly. I want to travel. I want to get out of the United States of America. I didn't get to do any international traveling this year. 
Um, because of this lockdown nonsense, I'm not going to some country and putting myself in a 14-day quarantine. It's absolutely nonsense. Uh, but they're 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 gonna they're the ones that are gonna be complaining too. Like, why is America so powerful? Why is the dollar so powerful? Why why don't our currencies compete? Well, it's, it's because of your ridiculous uh, programs where you're just not letting anyone into your. You're not letting the America. You need Americans. We don't need you as tourists. Okay, fifty different states. Americans have become a little stir crazy. Some that aren't scared and they are traveling around. They are going to, to national parks and stuff. So it, it, it's ridiculous that the, the, the tourism, uh, it's a legitimate industry on this planet that has been totally uh, shut, mostly shut down by governments. And when governments interfere, you just get ruined. Uh, and so, yeah, take it out with your darn government. Now, San Francisco, speaking about overreaching governments and having too many regulations which send your, your uh, jurisdiction down the toilet. They have the new with the San Francisco voters pass overpaid executive tax. So envious. Okay. The new law adds a 0.1% tax on companies who exec, whose executives earn a hundred times more than the average worker. And so, yeah, they, they want to steal from the companies that are located in them that have CEOs that are paid millions of dollars built good. And those CEOs earn their freaking money. Okay, those are some of the richest companies and most innovative countries on the uh, companies on the planet. And the CUCK CEOs and and uh, C level people, they'll probably accept it. They'll probably accept it. So that's cost of doing business. Uh, I, I'm guilted into this. It is straight out theft. Okay, you you. Look at this, even the name of it, the overpaid executive tax. They're overpaid. No, they're not overpaid. It's, and so you want to steal. Since they're overpaid, you're going to steal from their companies. Very nice. Very nice. I'm not, I'm not visiting San Francisco anytime soon. Uh, the virus isn't COVID. It's lockdown authoritarianism. Pound that like button. You're absolutely right. Lockdown authoritarianism is a true virus. Uh, says uh, crony capital. Okay, let me see if there are other uh, comments here. We've been going so long that it's dark here now. You like that? Should I turn the light on? Uh, I don't like that light. Let's do that light. All right. What do we have here? Let's see if there are any other questions here. Uh, Marxism is all about envy and jealousy, says uh, Welcome Comrade Nation. It, it is. A lot of it is it's about, it, it's about being envious. Uh, the social, social justice is saying, I deserve that. So we need to force an equal outcome. It's, I deserve to have as much as that guy does. So we have to steal from him and create equality at the end of the day. So you're right. Yes, Marxism is all about envy. It is. And that's uh, unfortunate. And you also said, I am in California and the nut job governor has crazy guidelines for Thanksgiving gathering due to common cold. Yes, I, I've heard about that. It is unfortunate. And and by the way, strategically, your governor, who is, is a handsome man, you got to hand him that. He looks like a president. Uh, and that's part of the reason he remains governor there. Because, I mean, people base their voting on nonsense like that. But I wonder if him, like guys like him and Cuomo 
are going to be like, hey, Kamala, you know, it seems like Biden's lost his mind. Time to do that 25th. Wink, wink. Because, I mean, they don't they, they don't want Kamala to be uh, the incumbent in uh, 2024. They they, they well, the, they 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 wouldn't do that. Wink, wink, actually. They wouldn't tell her to do the 25th unless they think they're weaker. She's weaker than them. But that, that wouldn't be good. They would they would want her to do it at the wrong time. So they probably they probably have their own strategies with the 25th Amendment. All right. Um, they, they probably do. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking aloud about this right now. What would be best for uh, Newsom or Cuomo in terms of, uh, of in terms of getting rid of Biden? Should they, they do it now? No, doing it now would be bad because then Kamala would be respected by the end of her term, possibly, and they wouldn't be able to run against that. Doing it at the very end, after there was some like uh, vaccine uh, mistake, that would help them because then they could say you were part of that vaccine mistake, Kamala, and now we're going to run against you. Who knows? Thinking out loud, right there. It doesn't make that big of a difference. Uh, uh, as long as the government remains divided and gridlocked, it's awesome. I'm surprised that people are still afraid of the common cold, says uh, Comrade Nation. Well, I'm not because they believe everything they see on TV. And uh, that's uh, – so they're going to keep on – when the TV tells them not to be scared anymore, which might be soon, then they won't be scared anymore. So, all right. Now, pound that like button. 57 minutes. Okay, we're, we're almost uh, – we're making progress. We're making progress. And so, yeah, it's it was snowing today. I planned well. I moved my sprints to yesterday. I had to run last night after I ate. But, then, yeah, everything worked out. Now, and by the way, one of my hobbies, I talked about genealogy. I think a lot of you know healthy eating is one of my hobbies. Here's an avocado. I love preparing food. I love saving food that supposedly is expired. You know, so if I'm at one of my siblings' house – and they're like, oh, these eggs went bad yesterday, you know, taking the eggs and then cooking them and, and proving that, you know, this or, or if a banana looks yellow, like, oh, clearly this is bad. It's 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 brown. I love repurposing food. It really should be called repurposing food. It should just be using using perfectly good food that people are paranoid about because they, they bought into this. Uh, it's it's a delusion. It's a mass delusion. That the food go and we we discuss people believe in all sorts of mass delusions out there that they're going to die from the common cold that they uh, that food is automatically is going to kill you after the exp expiration date. So I do love cooking my own food. I think I'm an awesome cook, and you can be too. I think it's a, it's a really fun hobby and mixing and matching different things, finding different combos like. I, I think I originated the onion, using an onion to dip into avocado. Ooh, I love that. Or using my apple to dip into avocado. So I encourage uh, that's not being a foodie. You know, these food foodies is generally thought of as, you know, I'm going to go to every restaurant on earth. And no, that I don't like, I don't go to any restaurants. Okay. I love to, to create my own. So I, I, that might be a form of foodieism, but I don't, it doesn't, I don't necessarily, I like to not spend money on food. Okay. Uh, I, I'm cre creative on that side of things. I've, I've dumpstered that dough before. We've, we've talked about this. I found perfectly great food in um, dumpsters all, all around the United States of America. All around the world, I found uh, I find I found food in dumpsters. I have. Um, all right, perfect, per perfectly good food. Re re just repurpose it. 
Uh, now, that's the Meister foodie right there. Pound that like button. Does anybody, okay, any other questions? Keep on sending them. Uh, what's this? At the very least, I think in some state, oh, oh yeah. So on the other side of the spectrum, and I, I forgot to mention this, that, you know, Biden might say we need a, ma a, a, a mass mandate and we might, and we need this and I can't enforce it, but I'm recommending these states do that. And then the, the blue states will just follow lockstep with him. On the other end, some red states are just going to be like, no, I've got an angry constituency that doesn't like that he's president. I'm just make more than ever. I'm never going to follow these. I, I'm, some of these red states really just never might buy into all the nonsense again, even with the cases going up stuff. But there are some red state governors that are being CUCKs and like, well, we have to have this. We have to have that. Um, that, that some might just be like, okay, that's it now. It's uh, we got we got a Dem president. I'm just I'm being my own boss now. I'm being a unique beast. I'm letting the people be totally free because there is going to be come a point when people well people are already moving with their feet. All right, they're moving with their feet. They're voting with their feet. Voting with their feet. And some of these if some of these states, Florida in particular, if they stay true to like. This is ridiculous. We're not having lockdowns. Everyone's drinking and partying. We're not going back to this shutdown lifestyle. They, they're going to make a lot of money. They're going to get a lot of tourism. They're going to get, get people moving there like Ben Shapiro, et cetera. Um, so uh, the, the virus nonsense, it might go the complete opposite end of the spectrum in these uh, some of these red states. It'll be anti-nonsense. It'll be totally freedom again. I, I was looking at the vice president of the United States' Twitter feed, Vice President Pence, and he only follow he all the people he follows are related to the United States government. Okay, there's only one person he follows that's a foreigner, and he follows very very few people. The one person he follows is Juan Guaido in Venezuela. So I concluded. Now this isn't happening. Well. Pence might run for president in 2024. Pence probably will run for president in 2024. With that, that, that if you read into that, the only non-American person that he has that he's following on Twitter is Juan Guaido. So there was one I, I had a <laughs> there, one of my Venezuelan guests once said that he he looked forward to the days when the uh the United States uh, F-15s would uh, fly over his country. And uh, I think it's a pretty good sign right there that if, if Pence were to become president and Juan Guaido wasn't in charge by then, that uh, you, you would see some, uh, and I know a lot of people don't like American interventionism all over the country, I think all over the world. I think that's your little uh, sneak peek into a, a possible Pence administration. So I assume that Maduro, of all the people he fears on earth, that he might fear Pence more than anyone. He probably should fear Pence more than anyone. Uh, but maybe I'm reading too much into it. Now, I talked about uh, landlording. Landlording is less lucrative than ever, dudes. It is uh, – and so I don't know. I just had a dude, a, a, a great Bitcoin guy, tell me that he sold some of his Bitcoin to buy real estate, which I think is insane to do, <laughs> um, because real estate is going to be in these leftist jurisdictions, or not even in other where they desperately need money. That's what's going to get taxed. You tax the rich. It's the it's the real estate class or the rich. Tax them. Steal from them. But uh, real estate prices, according to this article. 
are increasing faster than rental prices. So they, they, they spin it in a way like, oh, renters are now, it's harder for them to buy a house. Great. They should be happy that their rental prices are not going up as much at, at, or going up at a, at a rate and slower than re- that's what I mean. I'm a renter. It's great. Good. I'm not buying an overpriced house now. I'm buy, I'm go. I'm stay, sticking in cheap rent and traveling all over and not having an attack vector. So if you're a landlord, you're not getting as much rent as, as you pre it's, it's not going up as fast as uh, if you flipped your house now or something like that. What, why even, why even be in that business? Bitcoin's going up a lot faster than all of it. So pound that like button. Stealth improvements. Euron Brook talks about stealth improvements. People try to compare. Um, they, they, they play these financial games where they say, well, uh, the middle class or the lower class isn't making as much as they used to in terms of even in inflation adjustment dollars. The working man isn't making as much and the, the rich man is making so much more. But they're not looking at the bigger picture. The freaking poor man, he's got a cell phone that like – basically is better than owning a freaking house in 1990, all right? Does more things than everything you had in your house in 1990, a freaking cell phone does today. I mean, it might be a little bit of an exaggeration there, but that is a stealth a stealth improvement because the common people, the 80 percenters cannot notice, understand something like that. That, yeah, maybe you can play some numbers game and say, oh, they, the, the, the wealth gap has increased or that the, the, the poor person is not making as much money even in inflation adjusted dollars. But the things that he has, the tools that he has, the, the comfortable lifestyle that he has is not, it is so much better, so much better than it was. So don't worry about that in, income inequality. It is a way to create envy. Just take a few steps back. Try to remember 19 – and I guess a lot of people can't remember 1990. I mean uh, do some research and see how things were in the 70s uh, when there was stagflation and when you, you, you drove a car that pumped out leaded gas and was ugly and disgusting and broke down all the time, broke down on the New Jersey uh, turnpike or, or New York City. I mean these are things that happened to my, my family members and stuff. It was common. And, and now you have things that are so reliable, so efficient. And just technological marvels. So it, even it, and so be happy about that. If you're poor but you're living comfortable, why be envious of of of, uh, of Bill Gates? Because the equivalent of Bill Gates in 1975, it was completely impossible for him for that person to live in the technological marvel that you're living in now in 2020. All right, but most people uh, they cannot see the stealth improvements. And I talked about the country not being as radical as people had hoped it to be. And for we're, we're talking about moving. We're talking about families. There are a lot of people want to move. OK, they want to leave their where they're from. But their family guilts them like, oh, young, young son, don't leave us here. Don't leave us here in St. Louis or, or where in Cincinnati. You want to go out to L.A. You want to go out to beautiful places. Why don't leave us behind now? If you have that kind of family, and, but also this family is so paranoid about the virus that, you know, you live in your apartment, but they won't let you come visit them. But they're, they're still say you can't move. 
they're totally hypocritical here. Okay, I mean, they're, they're totally bad for, for limiting you from moving. But this is a scenario that some people are living in. They've been guilty of their whole lives that they, they shouldn't leave their family behind. They shouldn't leave their family behind. But now their family won't even let them hang out with them or without a mask on or not even just even see them. So, dudes, this is the perfect time to call those people. Call If your family has for years anchored you down, giving you that guilt thing, you can't leave them. And now they won't see you say, that's it, dudes. Me being in L.A. and you being in Cincinnati, it's the same thing now because you're not seeing me in Cincinnati. You won't be seeing me in L.A. either. And we can Skype or whatever. And so I, this is great. Technology allows this. You can start your get-on-the-road Meister lifestyle uh, and go from city to city, never, be, uh, never have an attack vector tying you down. Uh, and uh, yeah, what else do I have here? But yes, this this is a this is something that maybe some people should wait because there are plenty of people out there that their their city of origin they are guilted into not leaving. And even if you, having your friends, your friends can do the same thing. Oh no, don't leave us here, man. We're friends. We've been friends since high school, and now they won't see you. So it's it totally opens your eyes. Now Ben Shapiro had uh, a week. He's having Victor David Hansen on today, and I can't wait, wait to watch that. Um, but last week, Ben Shapiro had Shelby Steele on, and he talked. He talks about how some black people leverage victimhood and to, to, to stay victims. To they, they think it's benefiting them, and then that some whites try that they they love to keep the black people as victims because it makes them get rid of their guilt, and um, it makes them beg for forgiveness, and they feel they feel very good about themselves that way. And how it's just this sick, vicious not productive cycle at all. And Shelby still is a black guy. And it's very interesting that the, 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 the book, the victimhood narrative that he talks about and that how, how unhealthy it is for, for whites who spread it and, and for blacks who, who spread it. And Candace Owens is not a victim. She says at this moment, our governments are telling us when to open our businesses, when to see our family and how we are allowed to breathe. This is not America. This is not freedom. This is not about safety or a virus. I agree. I, I, I totally agree. Um, and good that you're, you're putting that out there. Um, in Melbourne, there was a, a big, uh, there was a demonstration and there's a video linked to below of how the police uh, enforce, uh, violently enforce uh, virus restrictions. Pretty sickening, of course. Uh, Right. Okay, I'm skipping things. All right. Oh, one of the things I want to point out is that I think at least by this spring, then I don't think I don't see how this uh, virus stuff can be even pulled off anymore by them. And this, the, the Biden might just be so happy he's in power and that just, you know, just they'll forget about it. And so I, I really see a scenario. Where and, and, and at least in some states, okay, even if Biden keeps up this virus stuff, like Florida in 2021, out on the streets, it should be just the same as 2019, okay? It should really look the same. It should really look the same. So for those of you who uh, believe in that there's not, you know, there's going to be a new normal, no, I, I think Florida will go, 2019 will look like 2021, except 2021 will be more technologically advanced because they are dudes working on stuff. Uh, and we talked about 55% of Americans believe the 2020 election day will be the most stressful day of their lives. 
I mentioned that on another show. That is pathetic. That for 55% of Americans, they thought election day was going to be the most stressful day of their lives. You can't put these pedestal. Pe- you can't put these people on pedestals. These these sociopathic leaders. And the one poll survey examined current mental health of 2,000 adults, fo- focusing on stress caused by the virus and the presidential race. Nearly six in ten people can't imagine being more stressed than they are. They already are this year. While 67% want the year to be over now. Dudes, man, stop watching TV. And one thing that the radical people, the radical left promotes that I think uh, people should get on board with, they want to defund the police, okay? They want to make certain government agencies smaller. Now, I don't want to defund the police, but they want, they're calling for government agencies to be smaller. So some conservative voices should say, you know what? You guys want to defund the police. There could be some issues with police. Let's get rid of some of the bloat in the police departments. Let's get rid of some of the – and while we're at it, let's go to every bureaucracy out there, the postal service, the uh, the elections boards. Let's get rid of the boat, the bloat everywhere we can in the, in the Pentagon. You guys don't like wars, so let's get – let's fire some of these Pentagon people. So there are ways that even use the, the leftist's own words to your advantage. And uh, maybe find some uh, points of agreement there. Making the government smaller, a good thing. That's my take on that. Uh, Okay, and we're not going to read that. All right, last thing is a Beyond Bitcoin moment. I, I found this Ghostbusters clip, and it is linked to below. I always enjoyed the movie Ghostbusters. And uh, the real, the, the one from 1984, not the one recently one. And uh, with the with had women, I mean, what, what was that? All right, here, here it is. It's linked to below. It's called the Ghostbusters saving the day scene, aka the ultimate f yeah scene in the history of cinema. And it is the it is one of the ultimate f yeah scenes in the history of cinema. Uh, it is linked to below. You guys should watch it when they're they're coming. They've just been let out of jail, and now the Ghostbusters are about to save the freaking entire world, and they have like a police freaking escort. It is just, you just you pumping your the first part especially, and you see all these New Yorkers are cheering them. It's it's free, it's awesome, man. It's f yeah, man. You just want to say f yeah. And I want I want to watch it right after this because it pumps you up. Um, it may be the best. It's, they say it may be the best scene in the entire movie. And so a comment really sums it up. And I'm going to leave you with this. Ever since I was a kid, I saw this scene and it made me fantasize about being in my own personal car in the middle of a police convoy speeding through a city with all my buddies in the car with me on the way to a disaster to save the day and rescue the girl of my dreams. Having the whole city, law enforcement, and the military cheering me on. So that's what that scene embodies. And, you know, striving to be a hero is freaking pretty awesome today. You know, most people want to strive to be victims. And you're being out there with your buddies like, okay, heck yeah, man. Get in this freaking car with me, my buddies. We're going to save that hot girl. We're going to save the world. We're going to, The police are going to break off the streets for us. The army is in there. It's leading the way. And, but we're the ones that are going to go up all those stairs and freaking sit. I, I like that attitude, man. That was freaking in motion. And that's why it's, a, it's probably the best F yeah freaking scene in the history of cinema. All right, dudes. That's the end of the show. It's linked to below. It's, it's the last link there. So, so watch that. I'm, I'm going to watch it right now. It's, it's 
pretty good. Okay, no more questions. See you guys. Count that like button. Like the store says, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Spread the word on Twitter. This one was really long. Bye-bye.